Okay, so we're on page Sadi Dalid. We are we are heavily working on the Sugya Penyish Bechem Shurish Parojvala Anna. And now we're really towards the end. And we were talking last week, we started discussing about the the battle. The different types of wars. Yeah? And uh, the Rebbe told us that there's three types of wars, right? When we're battling against the Yitzhahara in, in any fashion, especially when it comes to Midas, there's three types of, of, of wars, techniques. So the first one he called it Amalchemist Tanufa, where it's a war, we called it, of momentum, of attacking. Right? You're going to attack the enemy. You're specifically going out to find the Ra, to find the Midas Rose, to find whatever it is, the Taiva, and you're going on the attack. You're feeling good. You're feeling strong. You're feeling like you don't need this stuff anymore. You're not dependent. Right? A lot of times it's taivas and midas. You're, you're like, you feel either you're dependent on it or you feel like it's so part of yourself that it's, it's nev- I'll never be able to, to change that. When you're feeling good, you go out and you attack and say, no, I don't need this, this mishagas. I have a Kaddish Baruch Hu. I have whoever it is. I have my friends. I have others to help me. And you go attack. Then there's a Mohammed Sagana, he says it's a defensive war that even though you can't necessarily go out and attack right now, but to be able to um, identify the enemy. Whatever the enemy that you're discussing right now, don't fight, you know, don't don't take on every single enemy at one time. That's that's dangerous. Whatever enemy it is that you want to that you're working on, even if you can't go out to war right now, you know that it wouldn't be so smart. You're not as strong as you'd like. But stand by the gates of wherever it is that he's attacking, and you know, fight the battle there. Don't let him gain any more ground. Right? Try to hold the lines. And the third madrigo is Melchemas Hatasha to weaken, to weaken the, the, uh, the enemy is where a person, he's not able to stop him, and he's not able to prevent him from, from coming in, but take any shots you can take. Like, don't stop fighting. Be in the battle. So he said, be in the battle, don't stop fighting. Okay, that's in general, it's a very, very clully way of, of discussing. We have to really get into the detailed programs of how to fight the battles, but we have to just know that every time we're dealing with Midas Rose, or dealing with Taivas, or dealing with anything, we're, we're at war. And it's, it's real. It's the real deal. It's a totally different type of war than with the guns, obviously. But we have to go out. We have to mechazik ourselves. Can't go in weak. You go in week, you're already, you're already done before you start. So let's finish this, this OC here on Sadi Dalit, and then we'll we have to discuss something for a minute or two before, uh, before Rosh Hashanah. So here on page Sadi on the left side, second paragraph, V'od, he says, V'od There's another way of fighting, another part of the battle that you have to know. Ki Oh, this type of war has to be constant. You can't have hasachadas, and that doesn't mean necessarily that you have to be right when you're when you're fighting against the enemy. It doesn't mean that you have to be in the tanks all the time, or you have to be the men on the ground always. You could be you could be like the drones, you know, that they just always are knowing where the enemy is, right? Staying on top of the, the situation, at least being involved with surveillance, right? With uh, what's the other fancy words in the army for doing this kind of thing? 
Reconnaissance, I think that I was thinking of. Reconnaissance, I could not spell that if you tried. That's a hard word. That's, that's tough. Reconnaissance, finding out where they are. No hesachadas. Keep them on the computer screen. Ah, you can't necessarily attack them right now. At least be watchful of what's going on. It's very, very important. To be self-aware is... I mean, it's, it's, the value is it's valueless. To be self-aware of what's going on in your system, even, even that alone, without even having the ability to, to fight, but just to know what exactly is going on, where you're getting triggered, right? which mida, which taiva. Very often people don't even, don't, they don't even realize. They don't realize. Or they'll downplay it because since they're not focusing on it, yeah, yeah, once, once in a while I have that issue. And then his wife's like, uh, I don't know what your definition of once in a while is, but it's not my definition. Six out of eight times, that's once in, in a while. Yeah, but there's two times I don't. But to be self-aware of, of what's going on in the, in the self. We're very f- hyper-focused on what's going on outside the self. Definitely in Gashmias. So like half of our, four-fifths of our brain is already in like Gashmias. So we only have one-fifth left. And then in that one-fifth, we're usually using it for everything else but our actual selves. It's a very little, small part of our brain that's, that's, that's reconnaissancing. That's not a word I know, but I'm, I don't care. Right? Reconnaissancing and, and working on finding out where the enemies are, where they're attacking. It's very small. We have to build that. We have to know. <coughs> you have to know. The oyev, the enemy within, he's always looking to come in. Always looking to come in. The Yitzhahar is always looking in any way he can get in to get in. He's always standing. He's hachin. He's prepared. Some of this word last night, right? What's Kamacha Hachin? Hachana. 75. It's Bitachan. It's Bitachan. Okay, anyway, we'll get back to that. So Hachin is always waiting Bishard at the gate Lispirits to break in B'chol Nekudas Torfesh Atim Salot To find any weakness he can He's, he's ready and waiting The enemy The enemy V'lachin tzrichim L'hiyos mukhanim Tamid b'chol Yisra b'chol Shah B'chol makam ha'ol L'sapik l'chazas yikaris And therefore a person Has to be prepared always At every, at every moment At every time Because at any moment Part of you could become The main, the main front of the war So whichever part Is a little bit weak He's going to put everything there. That's just, that's Metzius. That's how the Yitzhara works. He looks to exploit weaknesses. That's okay. That's all right. Klal Gadol Muhammadu, and another Klal Gadol is, you know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you in Uman Maisa, because I use this, I use this mushal in many different ways that we could use here also. So the, he's saying over here that the, the Oyev, the, the enemy is always waiting, literally waiting at the gates. Anytime he sees some kind of weakness, some like guard who goes to sleep, he jumps in. Right? A person has uh, different issues, kin, taiva, kabut, whatever it is, he's ready to, to pounce on that and to exploit it. So <clears throat> we have to do that. We have to utilize this in the opposite way. That we have to always be on guard and always be waiting that when we're feeling strong, that we can go out and, and attack the Yitzhahara. So I, was, I, I remember then uh, Uman a few years ago, this is actually maybe my first time going, if we can't be there, we should talk about it. So, um, if you want to get to the Tzin, if you want to get to Rabbi Nachman on, on, on Erev Hashanah, that's the that's the Zman to go. It's quite difficult. There's thousands upon thousands of people who are also trying to get in. 
So I was told the move is is that you start going into the room, and if you've ever been there, you, you know which, which the, the smaller room, not the not the bigger room, and you start you take a tikkun kolli, and you start saying tikkun kolli, and you and and you wait there, you wait there, and you just wait and wait and wait, and slowly but surely people move away from the front, and you you move in. That's why you just take tikkun kolli. By the time you get there, you you finish tikkun kolli, and then you get to the tzion. So when you're there, I mean, it's it's a mashpit. That's what it is. It's thousands of people just packed together. So when you when you're standing there, you can't just stand straight, because every single time you have to imagine. And it's hard to imagine, but when the people in the front by the by the team by Rabbi Nachman, they move like the whole place moves up to like squish in to get. It's not, it's not a line. This is not like uh, it's not like the Ohel, you know, Chabad. Where everything's like you've been to the Ohel on, on like Gimel Thomas. They're, they're, it's machines. It's very funny. I have to speak about the difference between the Ohel Chabad and the Bresa. It's unbelievable. When it comes to I mean, the U.S. and uh, Ukraine, U.S. and Ukraine, <laughs> Israelis and Americans, yeah. Rabbi, yeah. Chabad yeah. and Breslau, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no lines there. Yeah, okay. So I guess it's not just Rabbi Nachman thing. Well, no, you yeah, sold. Okay, fine. You don't get question. Yeah, it's good. I'll take it. Anyway, so you can't just stand straight because if you just stand up, every single time that they move up, some other guys and like some little Israeli guy you know, like slip in, elbow you in the face or something. So you have to lean forward. To lean literally on the next guy, not too much. We have to lean on him. So then, when the whole pile moves up, you just like you move with them, you, or you slide into crevices. It's like it's a lot of like moving your shoulders. I don't know the last time you had to do this. It's Tetris. It's like a little bit like Tetris. Yeah, it's like that last second you got to make that move and like get in there. But if you're not leaning on the guy in front of you, then when they all move, some other guy might get in. So I always thought about that as a marshal that, that whenever we're, we're about any type of avodas Hashem. First of all, you have to be in the game. You got to be in the room. Whatever it is you're talking about, whatever learning this that, but we have cycles, inner cycles of, of how we feel and do we feel strong? Do we not feel? And what's the situation going on the outside? There's a lot of stuff going on. You should say tikkun kolli all the time. You should say tikkun kolli all the time. Just keep it in the pocket. You have to always be leaning forwards, always waiting for that moment that there's a weakness, and then you can hit and you can hit that gap. If you can imagine what I'm saying. So you have to always, you have to be in the war. If you're not in the war, if, you, if your head's not on, if if you don't know which media you want to work on, if you don't know which type you want to work on, then you'll your mom is miss it the whole time. The, the crowd will keep moving, and you'll just be standing in the back the whole time. You didn't move up because everybody's slipping in. You didn't get in. Whatever it is in avodah, you have to have right. You got to be leaning forwards in, into the avodah. Don't pick everything. Don't pick nothing. Pick something. Pick a th- one thing or two things. Whatever it is that a person wants to work on. Coming to Rashan. <coughs> To make a Kabbalah something that this year I'm going to lean forward in, in this in this Indian, these two Inyana. Where am I going to lean forward? Remember that. Maybe we should we should like act it out so you could see what uh, what it looks like. So he says here in Klal Gadol by the period here. Klal Gadol b'mechamahu. The big rule by the mechamah sheyefshal anatzeich rakes imaluchim ma'amina binitzachim. There's no way you're going to be victorious unless the ones who are fighting, the army men, the battlers, the warriors, believe that they can be victorious. You have to believe in yourself. And you have to know that there is no retreating. You know, by in Helchamas, in Helchamas. That was two words together. That was Hilchas Mochamas. Helchamas. How sick is the brand, right? How did it just do that? There's no such word, and I made that up. Okay. In Hilchos Mohamos, the Ramah brings down that you're not allowed to surround an enemy by... I think it's by Mechemes 
Rishus maybe, when it's a voluntary war to gain land, you're not allowed to surround the enemy by four, four sides. You have to always live a way out. That's Because if you surround, imagine, imagine, imagine three boys. Just you can just imagine. Imagine three guys seeing a dog, and three guys walking towards the dog, like making like a box, one in front and two on the sides. What's going to happen? Often, or a cat, it'll it'll run away. What happens when you box it in with four? What's going to happen then? It's going to look like it, there's no way out. I, ha- I have to attack. If there's a way out, the cat runs away. Let's say it's a cat. It'll run away. But if not, he's, what's he going to do? He has no other option. So when it, comes to, when it comes to ourselves sometimes, if we give ourselves a way out, and everybody knows you know, each thing in your own life, if, if, if there's a way out, I'll go. But when you get just thrown into the ocean, it's not so fun, but that's when you learn how to swim. You know? When you just when you go into a certain, it's very difficult to, to do this to yourself, to box yourself in to allow no retreat. Because when you have no retreat, did I say this myself last week? One second. Lubavitch Rebbe. He said, one second, it's coming down right now. I think in that book, Positivity Bias, or somewhere, somebody wrote him a letter. How he got a new job. He was offered a new job, a principal position. Did I say this somewhere? Mm-hmm. Was it here? I don't remember. Somebody was offered, he was a teacher or something, he was offered a principal position in a new type of college, a new type of something, and it was, uh, it was new, it might work, it might not work. So then, so he was writing to the Rebbe saying, like, he thinks he should take it because they told him that even if it doesn't work out, you'll get to keep your job. You get to keep your job back where you started from. So, like, don't worry. So he's writing to the Rebbe, like, it seems like it's a double posture, you should, I should go for this thing. So the Rebbe wrote back, I don't know exactly what he said, but... He says, if you're going to do this, good, you should. It's good for you to push yourself. But don't think for one second that if you, to go with the mindset that if it doesn't work out, I'll go back to my old job. If you go, you have to go 100%. Because then anything that goes wrong, all right, guys, see ya. See you later. And we know this is how we are human nature. So if you're going to go in, you, got, you have to go in strong, no retreat, force the, force the issue. Someone else is for a regular war. If you can't retreat, they'll cut your legs off. That's what the... No, here, here. Well, were you talking about what I was talking about? No, it's like, there's the forward. Oh, in yeah, terms, yeah. In terms of us and war. If you're supposed to, if you're... Right, so that's... Well, that, 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 protect, that protects the, the, the warriors. Those people who are supposed to stay, they have no excuse. Mm-hmm. They need to stay. They can get their heads... They can get their legs chopped off. Right. No, no retreat. No retreat, yeah. You got you to be in it. Now you better rely on a Kaddish Baruch You got nothing else. <laughs> That's what, that's what they were creating. It's, until, until, you're not, until you're not pushed, until you're, if you have any room out, maybe, 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 but when there's no, nowhere to go, that's when, unfortunately, that's, that's when people start turning to the Kodesh Baruch, right? There's no way out. There's no other, there's no other mahalach. Oh, Kodesh Baruch, help me out. They mean it. Chris Yamsuf. Chris Yamsuf. Right. And then he jumped in, right? And if they weren't fully surrounded, they would have hit that gap. Kaddish Baruch Davka wanted them to see. They want, and Kaddish Baruch needed them to go to the next Madriga. Because in, in, in Mitzrayim, they were at the level of Amuna. The they watched. They saw Kaddish Baruch Hu. huge. Right? Ma'aminim b'nei ma'aminim. They became ma'aminim in that place. They saw the Borei Olam Mamash. But they didn't do anything. They were just watching from the sidelines. The next Madriga, Bitochon, in Muna 2.0, they had to do something. So Kaddish Baruch forced them. It happens in our lives all the time. 
if they wouldn't have been forced to jump into the Yamsuf, they would not have jumped. Why would you jump and risk your life if you don't have to? So Kajbo forced them. The sea on one side, the desert, Mitzrayim, forced them to, to have to jump. And then, and then when they did, that's when they reached Bitochen, to true reliance on the Kaddish Baruch Then it opened up. But that's right bottom. That's coming from a place of desperation. So how do you do it to yourself? And how do you put yourself in a position? Yeah, that's very, very, it, it's very difficult to put yourself. I'd have to think of situations. No, but you can make, you can, I don't know. It's not, as I said, it's not easy. It's not easy to put yourself in that situation. But we're not talking about killing yourself. We're talking about working on, you know, well, if you're aware, not eating cake or something. If you're aware of the, the problem, if you're aware of the problem that you would hit the gap or you would retreat, then it's easier to, to be in a situation where you have an out to say, like, listen, I know I'm, I want the out. I'm aware of it, and therefore I, could, I cannot do it. If you're not aware of the out at the time, <coughs> you take it unconsciously, and you, you wouldn't really realize what happened. I mean, I'll tell you like this. Questions like that is don't ask that question until you actually try to work on something and then make a plan. It's a theoretical question. I always like to say, don't ask these questions. Go try. Go, you know, go pick a media, pick something to work on, and then come up with a plan and see if you can create a situation where there's no retreat. Look, see, see if it's possible. It's hard right now to, to come up with something, but try it. Pick something. You'll see. It could be that if you really want, you can come up with a situation probably that, that you can't retreat from necessarily. <laughs> Go to Guru lot like an hour before Shabbos and wait online to see if you like freak out. Savlanas? Yeah. Yeah, okay, you could. No retreat there. No, where I told you, remember I told you, uh, who told me they did it? Order from Amazon, but don't push Prime? Was that you? Somebody yeah, said they did that. That's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, I know who told me. Remember like, one time I was talking here about Savlanas? I said, try ordering from Amazon and don't push two-day prime, you know, or one-day prime. And soon it's going to be like two-hour prime. No, it was you, Dave? No, it was somebody else. No, I, so. no, I know it was. Someone was, listen- someone was listening. I always go prime. Yeah. yeah, of course you did. You're prime time, man. We deal Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that before your time? Josh. <laughs> it's like Deion Sanders. He's coaching now. Oh. Really? Believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. Still his earrings, though. I don't know. I just I'm, going, I'm going old school. I don't know school anything about him. Okay? I'm saying going old I school. I know he's coaching. I'm going old school. Anyway, let's finish up here. He says, So if you have to, you, no, no retreat. Then you, you have to be victorious. You have to fight. Any other way, they're going to overpower you. They're going to destroy. In a, in a heavy battle. But Muhammad Kashazu. On the Kudusarai Karashalo, when a person's fighting against that Nukudusara, he's trying to find the deepest Nukud in who he is. You have to believe you can find it. First and foremost, you have to believe that you can overcome the Nukudusara within you. You have to believe it. It's certainly possible. Even though you've been doing the same thing a thousand times, you're probably never working on it even. It just happens and it happens. It's like an automatic response. But if you go at it, and it doesn't mean you have to win the whole battle. It means you have to take shots, at least, at the enemy. Believe you can. To know that there's no retreat. If a person stays with this midara inside of him, this ikara, he's going to have a miserable life. And it's better to be dead than alive. This is a hard line to, 
to fully grasp that certain, certain, there's a certain ra we're going to talk about in a minute. That if a person doesn't, doesn't fight against it, a lot of things in his life just are bad and miserable. And he doesn't know what it is that's, that's causing all this. At, at, at work it's a problem, at home it's a problem, with him in a Kaddish Baruch Hu it's a problem. There's always these problems. But he can't figure out, he's always blaming everybody else. Like, why, why are you, why are you, why are you? He hasn't figured out what it is yet. So if you don't figure it out, then you're, you're in a bad situation. Who could turn tower from a tame? Not one. In order to get ourselves away from that bechina called tame to become tower, a person has to be in the madre called lo echad, hachlaten echusha, a very strong hachlaten, absolute. That there's nothing. There's no other thing that I'm doing here, or I'm not going to let anything else. Right, to go from Tommy to Tar, your entire body has to be in the mikveh, yeah? Right, if, you have, if you go drum in the mikveh and you have like one pinky nail that's out of the mikveh, you're still Tommy. Low echad, not, there can be nothing remaining. Total, total, you know, right? Transformation. Got to go full in. Pamachas low. When you make this, this situ- when you make this, absol- this resolution, Takifa, I'm not going to move. Whatever it is that I'm doing, I'm going full blast. Don't choose something that's too big. Because then you're going to move from there and then you're going to feel bad. Pick something small and, and feel good about it. We're so, right, we discuss this all the time, how prone we are to negativity. So if we take on a battle that's a little bit too much and then we, we don't win that little battle, we're like, oh, it's a foul and there's no point of the war. <clears throat> Could you imagine if, uh, you know, Ukraine would, would have said that? Like we lose a few guys that said, ah, we can't fight this guy. We can't fight this anymore. Right? Then they wouldn't, they wouldn't, they wouldn't still be in the battle. These guys are still going at it. As a Pella. We would have given up a long time ago. It's crazy. It's crazy. Chazak. Chazak. The resolution has to be so strong. There is no way to retreat. I have to do this. My life can be a million times better than it is right now. Then you'll be bold as a leopard, very strong as a lion. In order that we go and we uproot that rather in us. So if we're looking at this, look at the... Of the Shorish Pororosh Ula'anu. I mean, it's impossible to not read the Pesach in this week's parasha, right? Because it's this week's parasha. So Moshe Ben is saying, Pen yesh b'chem Shorish Pororosh Ula'anu. Maybe you have this, how do they chant, Rotten Wormwood? Wormwood, yeah. <coughs> yeah, where is it? Somewhere here. A root flourishing with gall and wormwood. They don't, they don't even know what it is. Gall and wormwood. You ever hear this stuff? No. Gala. No, not gala. <coughs> Ga- I don't even know what this is. So we're just, this is the sugi we're discussing right now in the Siva Shalom in, in the Midas. <coughs> that this shorish parosh velana, that there's something very deep, a deep root, that it's so it's rotting, it's decaying. That even if you would just put on right more wood on top, try to pile on more. What he built the since from built the with the the storehouse to right. If you put on more weed or more anything on top of that. The decaying wood in the bottom is eventually going to get to everything else. 
And that, that's the ikara that we have to get to. All, all day long people are dealing with, with this bad piece of wood, this bad piece of wood, very things that are clear, right? The, the branches of the, of the tree that have gone, have gone bad, you, you prune them off, you can see them. But then what about when you're dealing with the roots? And sometimes the roots you could see, so it's deeper, but you could see it. What happens when it's the roots you can't see? What happens when those bad pieces of wood are so deep in? You, don't even, you can't even see them. And they're, they're wreaking havoc on your system. And there's nothing, nothing you could do until you get to it. That Nakuda. That's what he's talking about here. The Ikku Nakuda Sarah. So what is that Ikku Nakuda Sarah? So the Ikku Ikku Nakuda Sarah, it's the Pasuk says, Baha'i Bishama is Divrahi Allah Hazos. It's very Pasha. When you hear the words of the oath, what's going to happen? You keep the mitzvahs, and if you don't keep the mitzvahs, you're going to get punished. Right? There's a, there's a bris. Keep the mitzvahs, and if you don't, you're, you're going to pay for it. Look at last week's parsha. V'hizbarach bilvavu leymor. V'hizbarach bilvavu He blesses himself. So a long, long, a strong lesson. V'hizbarach bilvavu leymor. He blesses himself saying, Shalom yeh-li. It's going to be, it's going to be okay by me. It's okay. I'm not nervous. Not out of a confidence that he's going to do the mitzvahs and he'll be okay. No. He doesn't care. He doesn't care whether he does the mitzvahs or not. He doesn't care about the curses. He Shalom li Yali. It's going to be good for me. It's okay. Ki bishrirus li bi'elech. I go with my own heart, how I feel. <coughs> that right there is the shorish part of Rosh The feeling that a person has that it's going to be okay. Not in a way of Confidence in Kedusha. In a way of, eh, I don't care. It's a very, it's a very subtle feeling. You don't, no one really says it out. I mean, some people do. But a person is not, it's not about being nervous and scared. It's about being such a Balgaiva that I'm good. I have no, I have no, I have no holes. I have no holes in my, in my situation. There's, yeah, maybe, whatever. Maybe there's a Midura, maybe there's a, there's, eh, not so bad. There's a time for that, right? When we have to mechazik ourselves. Right? We have to, if we're feeling low and negative and depressed, so yes, we have to give ourselves anything that we can give. Just, it's not good to feel bad on yourself like that because then it's not gonna, you're not going to be able to fight. But when a person's a healthy, strong person, to not go into the fight by saying, eh, Shalom Yiyeli, it's going to be okay by me. That's come from a very, very deep place of gaiva. Gaiva is saying that almost as if there's no there's no there's no there's no avoda. I don't have to do anything in this world. I can't even I can't even express it right now. It's something that has to be uh, expressed properly. And I, I I can't I can't. I don't, it's a certain you have to unless you've seen it with your own eyes and you've tried to fight against it or you've seen it in other people. Hopefully yourself first. You can't really. You can't really just see it in other people. You have to see it in yourself. If you don't see it in yourself, then you don't even know what it is. And if you're only seeing it in other people, then you know you have it. You know you've it. <laughs> it's a certain sensitivity of, of, of not caring, of, of not taking it seriously. It's a... I, don't know, I, can't, even, I can't even express it. It's so, it's so subtle. There's a gaiva. And, and most people have it. Because if you're not vadai, working on something... And you're not challenging yourself, and you're not believing. I'm not, I'm not so whole, but in a real way, not in a, not in a depressed way. Then, then you have this word, word, 
you have this. It's down there somewhere. Because it's impossible that we're to be in a place where we're separate. I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you an example. That... Um, Not an example. A little bit of a high Torah. Very quickly. That when a Kodesh created, created the world, so we know that the only way that he could create the world is if he minimized, constricted, hid himself. Right? There could be no world. If you have an infinite God, we talk about this all the time, this is the source of everything, there'd be no way that there could be something in reality, anything outside of him, the Ein Sof, unless he would hide himself. The beginning of creation, of any type of creation, spiritual creation, physical creation, was a Kaddish Baruch hiding himself. At that moment, the moment that's called Simpson, there was a certain Koach created in the world. Right? What's that Koach? <coughs> it's called the Koach of Amalek. <coughs> that the minute a Kaddish Baruch constricted himself and things started to be, at that moment, imagine you created a human being at that moment. Right? It took a little bit of time. I mean, it didn't take any time at all, but in our understanding, it took time. The moment the Kaddish Baruch dis- distances himself, man could be created. Right? As long as God is infinite, then you can't have a man. It's impossible. You can't be in a place with this infinite God. So the second he hides himself, he goes behind, this is obviously a marshal, he hides in a closet, that second man could be created. So man comes into the world, what? It's only me. Cool. Show me Ali. Cool. He doesn't even know that there's anything else. Right? right in the beginning, until Adam was engaged by Kaddish Baruch Hu, he didn't, he didn't know that there was a Rebbe Shalom. Kaddish Baruch engaged him, whatever, let him know. But everybody goes through the same situation. As we're born, we come into a world where there's, where there's no Rebbe Shalom. And a person thinks, Shalom Yali. Like, okay. It's, 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 it's very subtle. I'm telling you right now, I'm not, I'm not able to express it right now. It could be because it's 5.55, I don't know. I know the 5 o'clock thing. Or just because it's a very difficult thing to express. But a person has to, has to see within himself, there is this koch, and a person called the koch of a malik. Koch of a malik is, is uh, there's no Rabbon Shalom. He's somewhere hiding somewhere. He's not over here. So there's a certain... The person just doesn't have that inner... Rutzen to say, I have to... I have to change this. I have to... work on this. I know right now I'm not hitting it. Does anybody know what, at all I'm talking about? I'm a little concerned that... You're saying it's very subtle, but what you're saying is very... like. It is. It's, it's very... Because if, if you, once you see it, then you're like, this is something... We have to change this. It's a subtlety. It's not about... I have to, I can't even explain it. I have to work on something. Okay, we see this farm, we have to work on something. It's even deeper than that. It's, it's to even get to that place called I have to work on something, but for real. It's what causes a person to say, I have to work on something. Because work on something is very, very often selfish. It's very often for ulterior motives. It has to come from a deep place of, it's not me, Shalom Yilid, that we have to fight against his Baruch Bilvavo. Kaddish Baruch gives brachas, not me. <coughs> HaKadosh Baruch gives Shalom, not me. Rosh Hashanah comes. It's all about the king. This has been going on in a few different chaburas, but if a person goes into Rosh Hashanah 
and he thinks, and he thinks, I'm going to get to ask for all the bakashas that I want right now. Right? Which, there, again, I always say, there is a mahalach like that. But, in our world, or my world right now, if you go into Rosh Hashanah thinking you're going to ask bakashas, you're still in this, v'ezbarach, like you're looking for everything in life to be about you. Who you're living for. Hmm? Who you're living for. Who you're living for, it's very subtle unless you're doing it. And if you're going into Rosh Hashanah, where we're being Mamluk the king, to Yom Adin, and you're still thinking about yourself, <clears throat> there's something off. You're still not getting it. Why are you not just thinking about the king? Why are we only thinking selfishly? It's because we, Amos, we don't really believe in the king or we don't believe in his powers. Because if you mamish believed <clears throat> in a Kodesh Baruch even though you can't see him, it's belief, and you believe he's the king and he's a good king and everything comes from him, you don't need to think about yourself at all. You could think about other people, right? You could want the best for other people who are not at this majority. But the moment that there's that there's a thought about the self in a, in a it's very it's even a selfish way even even ruchnius it's it's very often it's selfish. Then in a very very slight way I don't want to scare anybody. Don't worry, you're all good. Everybody's good. I'm, I also have this problem. It's of his baruch b'vav aleim hashom yeli. Keep your shrewsly be'elich. It's about me. I'm not sure if I was able to convey that. Apologize. I should drink coffee a little earlier next time. However we come into Rosh Hashanah, we should remember he's the king, and he's a loving king. And even if we, <coughs> even if we mess up, we, we have an afila, he still takes care of us, he still loves us.